You're listening to the Earn That Body podcast, episode number 141. Hey team, before we get started, this is our very last Encore podcast this month, bringing back another oldie but goodie. This might be one of the most listened to podcast episodes of all time that I have, probably because everybody wants to know what they should do when they're traveling so they don't completely sabotage their health and any weight loss goals that they might have. It's an absolutely awesome episode. Also, if you're someone who travels for work and whether you've listened to it before or never heard it, I promise you there are going to be awesome tips that are going to get you through your next trip so that you don't come back 10 pounds overweight or added 10 pounds since that last time you got on the scale before the trip. All right, so I hope you enjoy the episode. And don't forget, if you are looking to get into a fall session for Earn That Body, go to earnthatbody.com, check out the programs, or email me, kim at earnthatbody.com, and I will help you assess what program is best for your goals. Welcome to the Earn That Body Show with Kim Eagle. Kim is an award-winning personal trainer. She trains her clients all over the world online and is passionate about empowering people by getting fit and healthy. One of my most popular blogs and podcasts ever was the one about traveling light. And it was all about not how to pack your bag light, but how to travel and basically not gain weight, or at least not so much weight. Lots of tips and tricks of what I do, and it's definitely helped a ton of clients when they travel. Now, I realized it was time to update that episode because I actually have changed some of the things that I do, added some things, and because I have so many clients and followers now that tell me they travel for work and they have work conferences and work dinners and all of these things that people struggle with when they're trying to watch their waistline, basically, right? They want to stay healthy and still be able to have a career that has travel and eating out and client dinners, things like that. So what I've done in this episode is I kind of have put it all together. It's basically about working with travel and staying healthy, whether you're going on vacation or even if you travel for work. Lots of tips and tricks. But first, this. And now, it's time for the Eagle's Eye on Health. These are Kim's quick tips, latest health news, or piece of weekly inspiration. In today's Eagle Eye on Health from Idea Fitness Magazine, a good one that I just came across in real life, actually. It was titled, Office Food is a Job Perk Worth Declining. Such a good one. From free subs at meetings to birthday cupcakes to vending machine selections, workplace food plays a significant part in the American diet, says a study funded by the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention and published in the Journal of the Academy of Nutrition and Dietetics. Now, using surveys from 5,222 employed adults who logged everything they ate at work over a seven-day period, researchers found that nearly a quarter of them obtained food directly from their workplace. That would not be a concern if workplace food consisted of vegetables, whole grains, even fruit, right? 
But people most often ate foods high in sodium, saturated fats, and added sugars. Things like pizza, sodas, cookies, for example. Now, respondents took in an average of 1,292 food calories at work each week, much of it for free. Since food quality at the office tends to be poor and people generally spend a lot of time there, it's generally seen that people's nutrition, education, and strategies need to be changed, basically, right? I need to help remind people to bring their own food to their workplace, which is what I do all the time. And it's funny because I just saw this literally just a few weeks ago. I was asked to be a speaker at a company and I did uh, an entire session for them during their lunchtime for this large company and they had me on their WebEx for all of their offices all over the world where I got to teach them a little bit about the education that I do with my clients. So talking about like how to get off the fad diets, why they don't help you, how to eat balanced nutrition, all that kind of stuff. Well, first they gave me a tour of their facility and they had the most amazing like dining area. It was so hip in there and so cool, but they had tons of refrigerators and baskets of food and so many options and they all looked super unhealthy. And I was thinking to myself, wow, that would be hard to pass up because you're there all day and you know how it gets. You're behind the desk and you're bored and you're gonna get up and you're gonna go in there, you're gonna grab something. And often we feel like, okay, that's free food. Like, you know, I should eat that before I go home or I should grab some of that to take home because it's free. But just so you know, free in terms of monetary expenses is not free in terms of calories and fat and sodium. And we sort of forget that sometimes, you know? And so we talked about it in my session because someone brought it up and they were saying, yeah, well, it's hard because we have, you know, that food station in there. And it is, it's really hard. And I have a lot of clients who say to me, well, I eat at my work cafeteria every day because that's my free lunch. But sadly, that food is just not healthy and it's loaded in sodium and we can't track it. So if you are doing one of my programs where we log food, you can't track that. You don't even know what they put in it. And again, generally the food is not very healthy. So my recommendation based on this article, but always has been, you need to bring your own food to work if you're trying to be healthy, like you just do. And for those people who have one of these awesome spaces that has all these sodas and chips and all that, like even though that's really cool, you need to bring some awesome snacks for yourself that it kind of excite you that you can have at your desk at all times where you can grab those things instead of grabbing something in there. So really important, make your own lunch, make your own snacks, and make it a priority for you if you are someone who works in an environment like that, because it's going to help you over time. Trust me, I, I have seen people eat in a very bad way, <laughs> especially during those stressful days where you have a meeting and then you just go in there and grab whatever. Okay, so now you know what to do, but what do you do if you're going on a trip 
You can't control all your food on a trip, right? What do you do if you have a big vacation coming up for the holidays and you you don't want to gain five pounds on your trip? Like you're going to eat out every single night for the next five nights. You're going to eat out for breakfast and lunch and dinner. And what about if if that's your life because you work like that? You travel five days a week for work and you're always in a hotel and eating out. Well, this podcast today, we are going to talk about how to handle it because it's your life, right? Whether it's a vacation or whether it's work, it's part of your life and you should be able to manage it in a healthy way and still have a good time. So I work with hundreds of clients every year and so many of them do travel for work or have a vacation at least once during my session. And there's nothing more difficult than being on the road in a hotel and constantly off a schedule when you're trying to lose weight or just simply stay healthy. However, as I just said, if this is part of your life and you don't plan on changing your career anytime soon and you don't want to give up vacations, then it's essential that we figure out a way to make it all work. And at the end of the day, you want to be healthy and you want to feel good. So here are some tips to help you on those work trips or those vacations so you can stay fit, you can stay healthy, and still enjoy traveling. All right, the first part, planning is the key. You have to be willing to do a little planning ahead. So the first thing you got to do is you have to plan for the airport, or is it a road trip? Because sometimes Work, work or vacations could be a road trip too. So you need to plan for the airport or for the car ride, okay? The first thing you're gonna do is you're gonna pack an Eagle snack bag. That's what we call it in my family, the Eagle snack bag. I never go on a trip, whether work or vacation, without my Eagle snack bag. And all it is is a large Ziploc bag full of healthy snacks. Now, I try to make the snacks as healthy as possible, and I try to always have fruit like apples and bananas, but that, just so you know, is not always an option if you're traveling internationally. So please check before you go, can you bring nuts? Can you bring fruit on your trip? If it's international, you probably cannot. So just beware of that one. Now, I actually put a full checklist together for you with all of my snack ideas that I have in the Eagle snack bag um, and all of these healthy tips today. So if you're like in the car right now and you're like, I can't write all this down or you're just, you know, who who's ever sitting at a desk while they listen to a podcast that I've never have. So I actually made you a full Eagles Healthy Travel Checklist. Just so you know, it's at earnthatbody.com forward slash travel and I'll put it in the show notes as well. So don't worry about writing anything down. But the Eagle snack bag is ideal for the airport, the airplane, the road trip, or even to have in a hotel room when you start to get hungry, okay? You've got to have your bag of snacks. Now the second thing is you have to plan ahead and pack either breakfast, lunch, or dinner. Now, what I mean by that is if you know your flight or your road trip is going to be in the morning, the afternoon, or the evening, you have to pack your meal from home for that time. If you're not able to eat breakfast at home before your trip, I want you to make breakfast at home that you can eat at the airport. 
If you're going to be on the plane during lunch or on the road during lunch, I want you to pack a lunch that you can eat on the plane. And if you're going to be flying during that dinner hour, I want you to bring your own dinner. And I can promise you right now that there are no healthy food options at the airport. So don't start the trip off on the wrong foot by telling yourself, I'm going to grab food at the airport. Because you are going to start your trip off, whether it's a vacation or a road trip or a travel trip for work, bloated and feeling terrible right from the get-go if you eat the food from the airport, okay? So my favorite breakfast and lunch options, they're all in the Eagles Healthy Travel Checklist. So you'll be able to see everything that I make for myself when I travel that are easy things that you can just throw in your bag. Now the third thing is water. This is what I tell people is the only thing I buy at the airport or even on most road trips. I gotta be honest with the whole road trips part. There are road trips where I buy myself a little pack of something fun, okay? But I don't take road trips very often. So if you're someone who who does work on the road, you have to have a hard rule, water, that's it, okay? But at the airport, I definitely, I only buy water because you can't bring in your own water at the airport. I want you to commit now to that firm rule. I will not buy anything other than water at the airport and in those gas station stops, right? Since there are really no healthy options as you're waiting for that plane or uh, the road road trips, what here in, in Austin, Texas, we have a place called Bucky's that's on the road, on our road trips. And it is the most, I have to say, it's quite incredible. First of all, they say that they have the cleanest bathrooms of like all road stops and you're and they do. Like so that in itself is worth going in. They also, this is a side note, <laughs> have the best home home goods section. Like they have the cutest stuff in there, but they also have a complete market full of what I like to call the chemical SHI, you know how to finish it, storm. The chemical S storm. What is that? It's all a bunch of processed crap, basically. You know, everything from your Slurpees to your, you know, bag chips to, oh my God, they have beef jerky, they have everything. But there's nothing healthy at these places. Trust me, they're not going to have anything healthy. So you're going to buy water and that's it. I don't want you to even look at the food options at the airport. I don't even want you to walk around and look at them because you'll be tempted, right? I don't even want you to walk through Bucky's. Because you'll be tempted. There's a lot of good stuff in there that's tempting. And when I say good, I don't mean healthy. (laughs) Okay? So water is all you're going to buy. Those are your pre-planning tips right there. Pack the Eagle snack bag, pack the breakfast, lunch, or dinner, and pack your water or buy water only. Now, the next step I need you to plan for is I need you to plan for the hotel. Number one, I want you to find a healthy market like a Whole Foods somewhere near your hotel if possible. That way, you know where to get more healthy snacks that might not have been an option during the travel. For example, certain refrigeration items you might not be able to travel with, right? Like hard-boiled eggs or anything dairy. It, you you want to keep that refrigerated. But you might want to have them now in your hotel, right? And so... 
I would recommend you look ahead of time before you even get to the hotel. Do a little Google search. How far away is the closest healthy market so that you can replenish snacks you've already eaten or get snacks that you weren't able to travel with? Again, that could mean the the fruit or the nuts that you maybe couldn't bring on an international trip. Number two, I want you to request a refrigerator for your hotel room. This can be done when you reserve your room. So when you make that room reservation, you can put that request in. Not all hotel rooms have a refrigerator, but often they will put one in your room if you request it. So I want you to have a refrigerator, especially for people who are going to be traveling for long periods or vacationing for long periods, I would like you to have a refrigerator where you can put the healthy fruit and the dairy and the yogurt and things that are easy to grab that are healthy. Number three, I want you to search for a gym, a cycle studio, a yoga studio, or a place to run, if you're a runner, near your hotel. And I'd like you to do this before your trip because once you get there, You're either gonna be so busy with vacation things to do or with work that you're not gonna have time to find it, right? Most hotels even have their own gym, which is great. It's sometimes fun though to try new workouts at new studios. And so if that excites you, especially if you're traveling for work and you need a little pick-me-up to do something fun, then maybe you could find a new studio, a new cycle studio or a place to take yoga. Um, I mean, we have Ubers these days, and so a lot of these trips, you might be in the city, it might be really easy to access. And if that helps motivate you to work out on the trip, go reserve a bike early. Do it before the trip even happens. You can usually reserve a bike at these places ahead of time. Um, And add it to your calendar with your other work commitments. I want you to have that workout in your calendar already scheduled so that you make it happen. Number four, I want you to pack your workout clothes. (laughs) Even if you think you're not going to have time, I always want you to have some workout clothes because I want you to make the time and you never know when 30 minutes might open up in your day that you can even just go for a walk. A 30-minute workout is going to be better than nothing for sure. And if you can only go out the door for a 30-minute walk, great, do it. If you can do a workout in your hotel room, do it. Burning calories will help you feel better and always leads to healthier eating. Maybe even pack some exercise tubes, um, those you know, exercise workout tubes in your luggage if you think that you're gonna work out in your room. I have a ton of online workout programs that don't require any equipment. So that might be something that you wanna you know, purchase some kind of online workout, you can check my stuff out at earnthatbody.com forward slash workouts. Just go to my website. You can find it all there. But sometimes, again, purchasing like, like say, my booty workout, it's awesome and it requires no, no equipment, right? And then you know, okay, at least I have something new to do on the vacation or something new to do during that travel trip and that'll encourage you a little more to do something and you can do it in your room right or you can bring it to the hotel gym now that's for all of your planning right you've now you've got everything planned out now what do you do and this is primarily for my travel people but but you'll see things like this still come up even on vacations but how do you handle the conference food lunches 
If you knew how many times my clients told me, I'm sorry that the food looked bad on my food log. It was a conference food lunch. And isn't it sad that all of these conference food lunches are just not healthy? I feel like someone needs to get with the times with these, you know, with employment lunches because things have got to change. They've got to have more healthy options. Now, I understand that there will be meals provided for you with your work travel that you have to attend, right? You have to. And so if that is you, let's follow these tips. One, if you can bring in your own food, do it. I don't care if you have to say it's due to allergies, even if it's not. (laughs) Whatever makes you feel better so that you can eat the healthiest option. So maybe you can bring in your own food, but still eat with everybody. But I know that's not going to be an option for everyone, right? So if you can eat before the luncheon, that's even better. And if you want to blame it on allergies again, you can be like, oh, I already ate. I have a lot of food allergies, but you can still be there. Drink the iced tea, hang out with everybody, and still be part of the conference. If those are options, those are always your best options. But if you have to eat the food, you simply have to know this. You're going to make the best of the worst choices. And that's all you can do. So don't worry about it. But stick to the salad and the protein options if you can. Avoid the white rolls that are always going to be on the table. Are they not? I can just see the white roll right now. Avoid the chips and the cookies that they're going to put out because I would rather you have your own snacks. You don't have to eat their chips and their cookies if you have to eat their lunch, right? So you can be like, no, I already know I have that really healthy bar that I brought and that's better than the cookies. So I'll eat that later. But really try to make the best choices possible. Bring in that Eagle snack bag for sure so that you can always eat the healthy snack instead of their snack, which is probably an unhealthy option. But if you have it there, you're more likely to eat your own versus if it's in your room, you're gonna just eat their stuff, right? Then the last thing is maybe you have a few bites of their food just to sort of like be there with everyone, but then eat a better meal after. I think that's a great way to go as well. Whatever it is, keep a water bottle full at your side, the entire conference, the entire lunch, and try to have a healthier dinner later. And hopefully a sweaty workout can happen that day also. Whatever you do, don't have an all or none mindset. Meaning if we're not able to eat healthy at this meal, don't throw in the towel for the day and then eat a terrible dinner with too many cocktails with your friends that night. Just move on from the unhealthy lunch and eat healthy at the very next meal or snack. Now that moves us right to the restaurant or client coworker dinner or even family dinner vacation, right? Now, I understand that for many of you who travel for work, this is part of your job, eating out, socializing with clients and coworkers. But I would guess that it does not say anywhere in your contract that you also have to have unlimited cocktails at these lunches and dinners just because everybody else is. And again, remember, if you travel for work and you do this week after week, you have to get this all into control. You cannot just have endless drinks every night of the week. You really have to limit it. So if you really feel like you must have a cocktail, which I get it, 
You don't want to be the one that they're all like, why aren't you having a a beer? Uh, Although it kills me that people do that. Like, why do people need you to drink with them so bad? Like, why isn't it okay if you're just drinking water, right? But if you feel like you have to have a cocktail, can you just limit it to one? Especially for these people who travel for work so much of the week. Yes, you can nurse that baby all night long. I can nurse one glass of wine for hours and hours. <laughs> and then I want you to try to follow these tips for how to order at a restaurant. And this goes for everyone. So whether you're on the vacation or just not even on a vacation, but how to order at a restaurant to try to stay as healthy as possible. I want you to, for one, skip the appetizer and just order an entree. The entrees at restaurants are so much bigger than a normal normal portion size. It's plenty of food. You do not need the appetizer with the entree when you eat out. Number two, I want you to revolve your meal around the protein. That doesn't mean you can't have carbs, but I want you to revolve the meal around the protein. Like choose fish. I choose fish at least when I eat out because I don't like to cook fish and I don't cook fish that much at home. So when I go out, I almost always pick salmon, which is like the healthiest food you can eat people. So if you don't make salmon very often, enjoy salmon when you're out to eat. Um, Maybe always order the salmon when you can, but it's not always going to be an option, obviously. But if you can and you like salmon, try to. But feel free to order other protein options as well. Chicken, turkey, a lean red meat. Obviously, the the red meat you want to eat in moderation. So again, if you travel for work, don't have a steak every night of the week just because your business is paying for it, okay? Free in your pocket is not free in in your body. It's not free of cholesterol or fat or calories, okay? So the the red meat definitely in moderation. Or feel free to have a vegetarian dish that hopefully has some kind of protein like tofu. But try to revolve the meal around your protein. Then the third thing I want you to do is always order vegetables. So especially if you're someone at home who's like, I never make myself vegetables, I hate making vegetables, At a restaurant, order the vegetables. Let them prepare it any way you want. Almost every restaurant will do whatever you want. Ask if they can steam them or roast them and ask them to use very little salt or no salt. You can always salt it yourself, right? But whatever you do, don't get the creamed spinach or any veggie that's loaded in butter or sauces. So if you are going to those steak restaurants, beware that a lot of their veggies are just They're just soaked in the butter and the cream. That's not the kind of vegetable I'm talking about. Number four, avoid the bread at the table and usually the pasta options. So again, this is for people who are eating out all the time because of travel or you're on a vacation that's seven days long. It's not that you can't have bread or pasta, but I wouldn't have it every night. So I tried to just like avoid the bread and I'll get like pasta once on a trip, but not every single night. So I try to just like not even look at those options on the menu because once I look at them, they look really good. And it's the temptation, right? If we can avoid the temptation, you're not going to be as inclined to, to order that. So just don't even look at it if you've already had pasta this week. Number five, I want you to pass right over anything on the menu that has a cream sauce. Just skip it. It is just not worth the fat, the sodium, or the calories. And number six, I want you to pass right over the soup. The sodium in all soup is off 
the charts. And you will retain so much water from this one bowl of soup, it is not worth it by any means. So I always say no soup. I never, ever, ever order soup because of the sodium factor. Number seven, I want you to hydrate with water during this entire meal. So if you are having a cocktail, can you please have a glass of water with it? And then before the meal, have a glass of water, and with the meal, have a glass of water, and after the meal, have a glass of water. I want you to stay super hydrated. And then number eight, I do want you to skip the dessert. Again, the person on the vacation, if you want to enjoy dessert a couple times during that week, go for it. Maybe ahead of time, you pick which days you're going to a special restaurant and you want to enjoy a dessert. But for my people who travel for work, week after week, you do not need dessert every single night. You can have dessert like once or twice a week. You can treat it like a vacation if you want, but you should not be eating dessert every single night. And if everybody else at work is getting a dessert, awesome. Have a cup of coffee or a cup of tea while they eat their dessert. You don't have to eat dessert because they are. Number nine, don't forget, limit, limit, limit those cocktails. Nurse that one cocktail during dinner, please. And just just keep drinking that water so that the cocktail stays pretty full. Then people won't even ask you any questions, right? Now, it might sound like this is super boring, (laughs) but if you travel for a living and are always eating out, this is the only way to stay on track. And perhaps you make this your standard when eating out during a weekday travel and splurge more if it's a weekend, right? A weekend is one thing. Or if you're going to be home on the weekend and you want to splurge a couple days during the week, fine. But the point is, two days a week of splurging is better than every single night. Dessert, the bread, the cocktails, it's just too much, all right? Now, the last thing is back to planning. Now we have to plan for the trip home. Just like you had a snack bag full of healthy options and pre-made meals for the airport and your ride to your destination, I need you to do the same thing for the way home. And it's tough, I know. You get busy, you get tired, but if there is a market like a Whole Foods near your hotel, can you replenish your Eagle snack bag one more time, fill it up so you have lots of snacks for the way home, Um, maybe buy a pre-made sandwich that you can have on the airplane or on the road that's gonna be probably healthier from a Whole Foods than the 7-Eleven or even Starbucks. That food at Starbucks is not super healthy, people, okay? Yes, there are a few items that are better than others, but you might be better off with a pre-made sandwich. Don't do great your whole trip, right? Sometimes my clients do this. They're like, I was so good the whole trip, and then I blew it at the airport or my ride on the road trip home because I was starving and I didn't have any snacks left and they don't plan ahead for the way home. Try not to make that you, okay? Now, honestly, it seems like this is a lot of work, but if you download the Eagles Healthy Travel Checklist and you save it on your phone so that every time before a trip, you can just kind of pull it up and look it over, this becomes second nature. This is how I live. This is, this is what I do when I travel for work or when I travel for vacations. And again, if traveling is part of your life, you have to make this work somehow or you're going to be up like how much weight by the time you retire. 
The last thing you want to do is put on 10 years or put in 10 years of hard work with travel, gain a ton of weight, and become super unhealthy so that when you retire, you're unfit, unhealthy, and can't do anything that you wanted to do in your retirement, right? And often when people do this and they do finally get to their retirement, their ailments and their out of shape bodies at that point become too hard to repair. And I don't want that to be you. I want you to feel fit and fabulous even if you travel for work. Even if you're someone who loves vacations, like God bless you, if you're on a vacation every month because you can afford to do that, awesome, but let's do it in a way that you can sustain it forever and, and not continue to gain weight. Travel and health, they can work, I promise you. You can make it work. You just need to put in that little bit of extra effort and realize that the payoff is always going to be worth it. So again, if you want that uh, that healthy travel checklist, go to earnthatbody.com forward slash travel. I'm going to lay it all out for you, like all the tips, what's in the Eagle snack bag, what you got to do. Just sometimes good right before a trip just to review it. You're like, okay, what did she say I should eat at a restaurant again or what should I avoid? And you'll be, you're going to open up that menu and you're going to see the pasta and cream sauce and you're going to think of me <laughs> and you're going to say, mm, I'm passing over it. I'm not even going to look further. Even though I love that one, I'm going to keep going because she said that's a no-no on a trip, you know. And again, yes, of course you can have it sometimes. It's more for the people who are traveling all the time and we need to just get a little bit of control. So there you have it, team. If you are running right now, I love that, or if you're driving right now, whatever it is and you you can't remember the link, just go to earnthatbody.com. On the very top, go to podcasts. There's a tab that says podcasts. And then scroll down to this um, to this podcast. And in the show notes, I will put earnthatbody.com forward slash travel so that you can have access to the link. And, and like I said, it's great. It's a great PDF to just save to your phone. I save it in the notes section. You can actually save a link in the notes section. And there you have it. I hope you enjoyed that past episode. It was definitely a big hit a couple years ago. And I send this link out all the time to clients right before vacation so that they can get that list um, to download for extra help and just to really have these awesome reminders when you are on vacation. Now, maybe you have a vacation coming up in these last weeks before the kids go back to school. Maybe you can put some of these tips into play. And if not, well, just get ready for a great fall season ahead. And I promise you a brand new podcast episode next week. For more information about Kim Eagle's online programs, go to earnthatbody.com or check out Earn That Body on all forms of social media, including Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and YouTube.